Coming to you from the mountain fortress of pop culture. You're listening to Time to Talk. Let me tell you, people are mean to each other, but no voices are as mean as our own voices are. Hey Megs. Yes. Do you know that all the way back before you were born, obviously, and when I was a little boy, mm. I won a competition. Right. And that competition was a Father's Day competition. And therefore, I won a voucher to a local shopping center for $100. I didn't win it. It was a gift for my dad. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah, because I was born. And when I grew up, I'm not doing the woe is me thing here, but I didn't have any, I didn't go and buy things. That wasn't my childhood. They were just there. I wasn't deprived. Things were there. I didn't go and buy things. Mm. But my dad said to me, because you've won this voucher for me, I'll buy you something when I go to the shops. What do you want? And there, my first record. Mm. And I went to school and I came back and it was on my bed. And I'm not going to tell you what it was. I'm going to let everyone guess. But that's what we're talking about. And then, like decades later, you come along. And your first record was not a physical one, was it? No, yeah. See, different times. So yes, it was a it was electronic um, or digital, whatever you want to call it. I don't even know if it counts. I mean, yeah, it's not the same really. But I did pay for it. That's the that's the crucial thing here is that I and which I didn't have to. It's silly of me, but I still did pay for it, so it felt more valuable. Do you know what I love about your story? You're just emphatic. I paid for it. I paid for it. I paid. It was, for it. Do you know? Do you know who actually probably paid for it? Well, no, no. It was actually me. I, I paid. Camera, for like, did you have a job a at the of, time? No, a bit of birthday no. money. A bit of birthday money. A bit of you know funds from dad. It the was, bank of dad. Yes, and I think it was mum actually. But and it was very silly because like you know YouTube Music or Spotify, but I didn't know this. Well, I like the fact you've applied some rules, and we've got lovely guests on the line, and we're going to start off with. Uh, Daniel, because Daniel has not actually been on a podcast with us yet. Welcome, Daniel. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Um, it's fairly early for me, so I'm still waking up a little bit. I know. We've got these Brits and UK people out of bed. Where are you, Daniel? Where Where in the world? Where in the bloody hell are you, as we say in Australia? Oh, I'm slap bang in the middle of Scotland, in between Glasgow and Edinburgh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love the accent, Megs. Do you yeah. love the accent? Yeah, and it really came out as he was talking about where he's from. I'm not mocking you, Daniel, but I'm going to have a go at this. I'm slap bang in the middle of Glasgow and, <laughs> and where was it, Windsor or something. <laughs> I just want yeah. to say, um, if there are any Scottish listeners, I know my accent's probably not the best representation because wherever I go, people say, oh, you don't sound like where you're from or that. So I'm just an outcast in this country. Oh, you're an outcast. Well, you're not an outcast here. Welcome to the Fortress. It's so exciting to have you on. You got in touch with us because of Debbie Gibson. Is that right? No, I'm the MDNA apologist. MDNA apologist. That's it. Sorry. Sorry, Daniel. Yes, he's the he's the man who believes MDNA is, is a good record, Migs. That's an interesting... It yeah. is, it <laughs> is. Maybe he is an outcast. I don't know. <laughs> yes, he'll be ostracised for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. You're in the fortress, Daniel, and we love having you on board. And Thanks, guess what, Megs? 
What? We've also got the man who played his first Nat King Cole record on a gramophone with us. Oh, All wow. the way from the UK, Lee. <laughs> Hello, dears. That's my Scottish accent. <laughs> oh my. That's more like Mrs. Doubtfire. It's a little muddy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's the only, it's my only reference. Um, is it true, though, Lee? Gramophone was the, was the first device that you were using back in the day? Do you know what? My parents had, um, we called it a radiogram. And it was like this huge wooden piece of, of furniture. And you lifted lids and stuff on it. And in one side, oh, it had the record player. It. And then at the other side, you had the storage, and then you lifted another lid, and it had the radio with, like, huge, huge knobs and things in it to turn it. I miss that kind of stuff. Did you all gather around it, you know, when Winston Churchill used to do his speeches? <laughs> we did, yes. We used to, uh, used to be, come on, children, the, the speaking machine is working. And we used to hurry in from the fields and listen. <laughs> But seriously, even if you've got parents who are old enough to have a piece of furniture like that, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty old. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> well, we're here to talk about our first records. We're going to be sharing the stories. Usually our first record is not always, but it's it's a personal thing. You know, we've went out of our way and... For me, when I bought my first record, it wasn't only the music. It was, I know, this might just be me, Megs, and it wouldn't surprise you at all. It was the smell of the cassette. It was the cover. I used to like taking, um, it was a cassette for me, not a record. Mm. Used to like taking the little insert out and seeing how they fit it in there. Very ASMR. It was. We would call that ASMR. (laughs) And a cassette case used to fold out and... For anyone who deconstructed a cassette case, it was really interesting to see how one of the edges fit into the other. There's a little dot that fit into a hole. Right. Yeah. Satisfying. It was very satisfying. It was often hard to put them back together again, of course. Well, and the labor... Poor old Kylie. She went through a lot with me. <laughs> well, the labor would make the, the, the value of the music seem higher just because you've put all that effort in and, you know, it's like a this product is special. And I've had to. You've heard it a thousand times, and I'm going to say it again that you will never replicate in your generation what it was like to pick it up out of the record shop, mm. uh, bring it home, to have it in your bedroom or your living room, and, and feel it and touch it while you're listening to it, read the cover notes, look at the, the iconography, mm. the photography, the, the, the font the whole thing and look at how it was put together. It was an experience. And mm. for someone like me, and I'm sure that people who listen to this show are pretty much the same, it, it was not a 10-minute experience. It was one that you'd relive. And eventually, yep. as my collection grew, then I would, you know, do all those pathetic things, rate them, like in order in the cassette drawer by what one I liked the most to the one I least liked the most to the one I bought the first. I, you know, rearrange them yeah. as I needed to. Right. Yes, it's totally different now. You can just 24-7 be playing it from your phone um, or whatever. It's just completely different. Sad, isn't it? Yeah. Sad. It is. It cheapens the, the commodity of music. So, Daniel, what about you, mate? What Over there in Scotland, in the outcast part of Scotland where you are, <clears throat> what year was it? Give us a picture. When were you buying your first record and what was it? Um, so, mine was Loose by Nelly Furtado. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I actually forgot this was the first one I bought. Um, it wasn't until a subject came up and I realised I forgot how much I really enjoyed this album. 
Um, at the time, I was never really that into music as much. I would hear like, a few songs of that, but never one to think, oh, I've got to go get this album until particularly this one. This is when Nelly sort of reinvented herself as more of a sex symbol and had a different sound from a regular folksy um, style of music to more um, R&B and pop kind of sound with Timberland and um, yeah it's just I liked all the singles so that just made me think I need to go get this album and I just remember it was a one of the few sunny days we had um, in the summer and I just lay out my back garden and sunbathed listened to it and just loved the album and you know even though it does have that like classic Timberland sound it is still fairly eclectic you know she has a few Spanish songs there's still a few acoustic songs so um, it still has that core Nelly Furtado sound. That moment, Megs, I don't know about you, but with Daniel's story there, he lying in the back yes. with the sun, Very listening to memory. it. Yeah. This is the story, right? Yeah. What what format did it come on? Um, I bought it on CD. It was I was on study leave, um, so instead of studying, I went to the shops and bought <laughs> the album, went sunbathing instead. <laughs> so you were getting some vitamin d and some vitamin n (laughs) pretty much yeah that is so cool see megs these are the stories aren't they yeah these are the stories but i remember the first cd i ever held it was madonna's like a prayer album and just looking at the rainbow i'm so autistic looking at the rainbow on the back of the cd and staring at it almost getting stoned (laughs) yeah yeah no that that yeah see I, i haven't had any of these sorts of experiences so it is a bit sad did your did your Madonna CD smell of patchouli oil? Because that was a that was the marketing thing for Like a Prayer, wasn't it? I don't know that it was like the vinyl that smelled of patchouli oil, or or the whole you know CD the cassette. I don't know, but it was a thing for a while. To what's it called? Your... What type of oil? Do you know what patchouli, patchouli. smells like? That <laughs> patchouli. I've never heard of it. Is it a flower? Yeah. Yeah, she she it was quite it was like a gimmick. It was to it, the 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 album or the con the sort of packaging smelled of patchouli oil. All right, I'm going to share overshare way too much here. I remember what it tasted like. <laughs> oh, <God>. Okay. <laughs> did you lick it, Tim? I did oh lick it. Oh did. my word! <laughs> <laughs> Only the back, not not the actual sticker. No, I didn't lick that side. Yeah, <laughs> just really embracing it. Yeah, <laughs> and it tasted metallic. I was disappointed it didn't taste like a nine volt battery because I used to like pressing them against my tongue. Okay, <laughs> everyone's gone silent. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh wow. I was just going to say, have I missed out on something that I've never sniffed or tasted or licked any of my albums? We're, we all know we're going to do it once this podcast is over. We're going to go. <laughs> no, I was a very autistic child. It was always, I remember, you know, there was, I had to have particular Duna covers yeah. because of the zipper. Like if it was a bad zipper that I couldn't get my nails across, that would absolutely freak me out. I needed the smooth zipper to soothe me to sleep. Yeah. Licking nine volt batteries, tasting <laughs> CDs. You were just very sensitive in a sensory sense. <laughs> well, that was hard to say. <laughs> very polite of you too, Mr. Budding Psychologist. You know, in a couple of years' time when you finish your degree. <laughs> yeah. He'll have you convicted because he'll know yeah, where you're <laughs> yeah that's exactly right padded cell anyone <laughs> go on lee what, what was your first album and and <laughs> would you like to make it a guessing game or is it one we'd just never guess oh well 
cast your minds back to the 1800s. The, the, the work in the field <laughs> was done. Picture it now. Um, uh, no, so my my first album. So I'd had albums bought for me by parents for like birthdays and things. But the first one that I actually bought myself was on cassette. And I went into town and I went to um, a store called John Menzies, which no longer exists. And it had a music department downstairs where you would go and and and, and have a look at the, the latest releases. And my first album that I bought for myself was by um, Dead or Alive, and it was Mad, Ooh. Bad, and Dangerous to Know. Um, wow. Which um, is a stonker of an album. It was produced by Stock Aitken and Waterman. So it was after ah. they had their first hit with You Spin Me Round. It was the second album that they did with Stock Aitken and Waterman. And, um, yeah, it's fantastic. It's like an 80s soundtrack. It came out in sort of 1986. Um, yeah, I, I didn't lick it. Um, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. But I, I, do, I do remember sort of opening the cassette and taking out the inside and looking at all the photographs and looking at the... I had a thing about looking, seeing which who was the backing singers for some strange yes. reason. Um, and, and yeah, and I also have that thing where you, like you say you should try and fold it back in, and it would never work because no. for some reason they made him so you couldn't. Straight, suppose it's a bit like you, really. I was a little bit autistic, and if I liked the cover of something, regardless of whether I'd heard it, I would buy it. More times out or not, I would get it home and go, "I don't like this," um, <laughs> and and, <laughs> and just take it back. But um, yeah, I saw it and I was like, "Oh, I, I liked Dead or Alive when they did You Spin Me Round," um, because the the hits, well, the singles released from the album weren't big hits in the UK. The album got to something like number twenty six or twenty seven or something like that, so not a massive hit. It's yeah, it's great. It's a re- and then I went after I'd had it for a couple of years on on cassette, like you. I I bought it on CD. Megs and David will never know the trauma of of having to re-spool in your cassette um, oh, after yes. it had like got snagged in your Walkman or. What what's Lee talking about, uh, Daniel and Megs, when he talks about having to re-spool the cassette? It, I mean, oh, there's a spool. I've, yeah, there's no spool. <laughs> I was thinking is that when the tape comes out and it's like came out of the actual cassette and yes. you're like how do I get it back in yes. well yes. done Daniel and you have to get it back in and they're all folds and stuff and when yeah. Lee says trauma he's not even joking it was very very distressing it would have been distressful yeah it would have been it was horrible to do yeah, well you yeah. were sat there with your Walkman or your knockoff Walkman which is what I had because we couldn't afford an actual Walkman more like a <laughs> like um you know like a whatever it was phony and yeah phony 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 trot woman something like that and um (laughs) um you'd be you'd be you'd be singing along and then all of a sudden it'd go and Mm -hmm. then you flip open the 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 side of the of the walkman and it would all spill out all the tape would spill out or if you were really unlucky it had got tangled in the mechanisms oh, of yes. the actual oh that did what, happen sometimes yeah and then you would have to very carefully try and take it out and then find a pencil to try and stick it into the <laughs> to the doohickey to twist it to get it back in and if it oh, flipped over memories. you had to oh it was not good 
And not only that, but like you've you've made that sound effect so well. But I also remember you'd hear the the music come to like that. But you'd also hear this horrible scrunching like leaves, and you knew that it was <laughs> yeah. the tape inside the machine. And then when you pulled it out, it wasn't just all over the place. You could see where it was all scrunched and damaged, yes. and you, you knew that even if you managed to repair it, which was an art, it would always. Which I managed to, like Lee did with a pencil, I used to manage the art. The operation <laughs> would begin, the surgery, yeah, scalpel piece, <laughs> nurse, and yeah. then even if you got it, you knew that scrunched bit. Just by looking at it, you could tell if you ever hear that part of the song again. Well, you still get yeah. that with CDs and stuff. Like the little scratch on a DVD sort or of, yeah. yeah, it's sort of the same thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's never true. never the same at that particular part. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I remember rubbing soap all over scratch CDs. Yeah. Some, yes. some idiot before YouTube went, you can rub soap on it. It's probably someone from the UK, so let's stick yeah, with that accent. <laughs> you can rub soap all over the back of it and it's fine. Oh, God, I used so many cakes of soap, it never did one bloody bit of difference, I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. And if you go in circles with certain ones, then it, like, ruins it for some reason. Mm. I don't know why. Mm. But, yeah. But My at least goodness. on a CD, you can just skip to the next track. With a cassette, you had to like spend twenty minutes rewinding it or fast forwarding it to to get. So if you like mm. liked a particular song and you wanted to listen to it again straight away, you had to go to get it. Um, which that's yeah. true, and it felt like it was damaging the tape. And Lee, be honest, did you ever did you ever snap the tape and then use the sticky tape to put it back together? Yeah. Yeah, it was like end of the world if it snapped. It was like, oh, no, it'll never, never, what's going to happen? <laughs> so I was like, I embraced CDs because I was like, yeah, finally, something that, that doesn't need <laughs> a pencil. <laughs> so, yeah, it's easy to romanticise the cassette, but they did come with their own set of issues, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, I will say, I know that vinyls came back, but I really hope cassettes don't come back because those stories are just stressing me out if, oh. if I had to go oh, through yeah. them. Well, do you know, they are. Cassettes are coming back. They're, you know, I think Kylie released cassettes for Disco and Golden. Golden. And I don't know whether it's kind of a nostalgia thing. I don't know anybody who still has a cassette player. Um, but, it, yeah, it's one of those hipster things where you can get cassettes again. Do away with the cassette. Let's move on, I'd say. Mm. All right, Megs, we come to you. And, you know, it's probably a Bruno Mars album or something. Is it something that was released last year or what have we got? It's not. You'll be a little bit surprised, but I think you'll remember. Now, listen, don't take that tone with me. By the way, (laughs) before you go into this. You took a tone with me. Well, no, but that's my job. That's what I was born to do. That's why I'm here. Uh Let's say welcome back and a huge round of applause. Megs is back in the Yay. fortress. That's a bit late in the podcast, but thank you. Thank you. I'll take it. Do you know how many people ask, where's Megs, what's wrong with him, all that sort of stuff? And I have to say, you know, he's just, you know, impregnating women in Newcastle. That's what's going on. I mean, okay. Is that I mean, I'm having doing? fun. <laughs> Part of the course, yes. <laughs> Mandatory. He's going to succeed with honours by the sounds of it too. <laughs> Listen, what are you talking about? Giving everyone He's gone all red, everyone, ideas. by the no, way. I, I feel a, terrible. I mean, I what am I supposed to say? Wind back, wind back, Dad. Well, I've gone too far. I've yes. gone too far. Well, hello to all my adoring fans. <laughs> Go on, what have you got? I, I'm not Genghis Khan. <laughs> um, so, yes, my album... Um, is by Pharrell Williams, and it's a 2014 album. It's called Girl. Oh. And, and yes, and I bought this. I paid like $12 for it or something on iTunes. 
um, which is silly, but it was it was cool. It's a great album. And yes, and I had a similar experience to the sunbaking thing, actually, because I went to the Settlement Point Park um, and I listened to it, yeah, like on the equipment there in the sun um, with my earphones in. And it was, yeah, just a lovely experience. Um, mm. And it's a good album. It's it a is. very, very good album. Um, you takes- picked it up pretty pretty quickly with that album. You introduced me to that one. And yeah. you said every song starts with? Oh, with the characteristic four beats. Yeah. Yes, but that's not true. I think. Ooh. Hang on. Oh, Jesus. Welcome Can to Australia. Can you guys hear that? Mm, was that like an animal? Yeah, what is that? Megs, keep, keep talking. I'm just <laughs> yeah, going to find out actually- what's going on. Hold on. Is it a is it a kangaroo? I said I just wandered in. <laughs> Crikey, mate! <laughs> <laughs> is that a wombat? Um, this because this isn't that perception of Australia is that they these things just wander around. I won't investigate anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on out there. Like Jurassic um, Park. <laughs> That's all right. Yes, of course it would happen during mine. <laughs> Does do you have a cat? I don't. Oh, I'm back. We don't. I've got my earphones back on. I'll tell you, if this was in England, I would have leaned out the window with my curlers and went, will you shut up? <laughs> Keep the noise down. Oh, my God. But actually, we don't get that around here very often, do we? That's scary. He's about to kill someone, no. dude. Yeah, it's not. Which is why I shut the window and pretended it wasn't my problem. You get um, that in, in Jesmond. I've, yeah. I've been hearing a lot of that. Anyway, um, what were you saying? <laughs> so, um, yes, what was I saying? I, I enjoyed listening to it in the sun, and yes, no, but all, not all the songs um, start with the four beats, mm. um, but a lot of them do, and the best ones do, like Happy, which Happy was massive, a massive, massive hit, and that's on mm. this album, and this is his second album, um, and it did a lot better than his first, from what I know, um, and yeah. I, I love the opening track. The opening track, I think, is Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And yes, and it uh, starts like classical music, mm. with the violins or whatever, mm. and then it segues into this beautiful melody, pop melody. Um, yeah, very, very rich song, that one. It's a really good album. I mean, he's a great songwriter, a terrible song singer. Yes, he can't sing. <laughs> no. He can't sing. Um, he can on the album, though, because they've used the knobs and all that. Yes, on the album, he, it just sounds very auto-tuned, but it sounds like what, that's what they're going for. Mm. And he obviously produces music, so he knows how to um, how to do it. And, yeah, like when I first listened to it, to be honest, I was a bit disappointed. It didn't sound so good to me on the first couple of listens, mm. but the songs grow on you. Yeah. Like this one, Gust of Wind, I didn't like it the start, and then I came to really like it. And yes, and I just used to listen to that from my iPod. It wasn't even a phone; it was an iPod. Um, so, yeah. so, so, tell me this: Have you? You're not in the habit of buying albums anymore because that's just not what happens, right? How do you how do you digest your music these days? I actually use YouTube now. Most people my age use Spotify, mm. but you have to get a subscription if you don't want ads and that sort of thing. Mm. So I just use YouTube, um, which. You still you isn't have that to, a pain though? Because after every song, you got to go and select the next one. No, it has autoplay. It has auto, and it comes to know what music you like. Uh, um, and it, but normally it only plays songs that you've already listened to. Yeah. So it doesn't often like go. Oh, you might like this. It does that sometimes, but I'd like it to do it more. And so, Daniel, how do you digest your music these days? Uh, see, I do use Spotify, but um, I'm quite lucky because I've got premium within my contract of my phone so i don't need to worry about ads yeah well youtube works fine for me it's just annoying in the shower because i listen to music in the shower and sometimes a like a four minute ad will come on yes. for like a movie and then i'm like oh god and i have to dry my hand with the towel and then, and then skip the ads 
Do you know why I laugh? Because so many people around the world will be going, I do that. Yeah. I do that. It's yeah. so frustrating. And mm. But sometimes you don't get any ad or sometimes it's 15 seconds. But every now and then you get like some bloody long great greatest showman movie type thing. Mm. And it's like, and it's the, oh, it's so frustrating. It is. See, Lee, this is the thing, you know, uni students, they, they leave the nest, they go to uni and they work out all these life problems that they never knew that they would have and experience, all these big challenges face them. I know. It's first world problems, isn't it? It's, you know, having a long shower and someone thinking, how long do you, are you in the shower to listen to music? <laughs> it's- I know. Well, I use the songs to track how long I've been in there. One time he got through erotica twice. <laughs> <laughs> the extended version. <laughs> no, no, like I normally just listen to like two or three songs and then I get out. <laughs> why are we doing? Why are we I don't talking know. You are the this? whipping boy tonight, aren't you? <laughs> I didn't think this would go in this direction. I, I don't mean to be rude to you, Lee, but you know, since I've you know been completely rude to everyone else, why not to you? Like, are you still cranking the the gramophone when you play music, or how, how are you? How are you I'm, playing your stuff? I, I listen to the Spotify when I'm at home. <laughs> the inside. Spotify, did you hear that? <laughs> the Spotify. Lee uses the Spotify, and I look things up on the Google. <laughs> yeah, I do that, um, oh um, and I, I must admit, I don't like the adverts because you're like, you're like, what? Where's that come from? Um, yeah, but I am. I have to say, I'm old school, as in. Um, in when I'm driving around in my automobile, um, I'd like to have um, I like to have a compact disc playing. I do, uh, mm. and I and I make my own um, compilation. Oh, you don't! I oh, do. Lee. This oh, is God. terrible. I can't. Oh, help how do you it. burn just, the disc? Because that, I, that I, technology I, doesn't exist anymore, does it? Very rarely. I have a laptop that still does it, and if it ever breaks, it's the end of the world. Um, <laughs> I mean, and. I have like a six-track CD player in the back of my car, and I just oh, load them no. up. <laughs> <laughs> but Dad, you used to do this not that long ago. Yes, I did. But I honestly, first of all, anyone listening will know that burning a disc, I know once you've got it down to an art, it's okay. It's actually really hard. How many times did you have a disc get like half an hour into it and then all of a sudden just not finalise or whatever? Have you had that happen to you, Lee? <laughs> yeah, occasionally or it'll say, you know, doesn't the disc error or something like that but not that often mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I, I, I i you know i know you can do things like bluetooth and all that kind of stuff but <laughs> the, bluetooth. I, my car's, the bluetooth the bluetooth and um uh, but my car isn't that modern um surprisingly um so i i yeah i tend to go do you have to crank through. the car as well yeah, the wheel, the turning at the front gets it a good. Ahoy, hoy! <laughs> Lee's coming yeah, through. That's the that's the horn. Uh, we can't all have fancy Teslas or uh, Timbers, whatever it is that you got, like you have. Yeah, that's Timsler. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sometimes amateurs know best. And a lack of professionalism is all you'll hear on the Time to Talk show. Join Tim and his panel of guests as they wade their way through a range of news, music, and pop culture treats. Time to Talk, the show hosted by amateurs for unprofessional listeners. Amateurs, is this the best that they could do? Oh my goodness. Oh, this has been fun. So look, I'll just, uh, uh, my first album was... Go on, Lee. Have a guess. Got to get it right. Oh, I'll put it. I'll give you a clue. It's easy to guess. 
It's going to be Kylie, isn't it? Is it Kylie's first it album? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just so weird. I was never going to get it. Like I, like I said at the top of the podcast, I didn't get things. They just appeared around me and that was good. But I wasn't into music. My sister had a lot of records and a record player and I loved those. But I I didn't have music. But this one, I won the competition and he went out and he said, what do you want? And um, I said, oh. Maybe like the, and I couldn't think of anything. I remember, and he said, "Would you want some music or something?" And I went, "Oh, maybe there's because I knew Kylie had the album out, and I was a big, huge Charlene fan Charlene, from Neighbours." Yeah, I was going to say it was the first. Album. And Locomotion, I just I loved it. And then she disappeared. She went <laughs> over to the UK, and then oh, we didn't right. hear from her over here because there's no internet. We just knew she was over there, and we we're getting reports back that she was being mobbed and her hair pulled and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So yeah, I asked for this album, and it was there on my bed when I got back, and oh. I'd never had one like that. And that began like that was it though. I can't How did it taste? It was like though, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy, <Was it> nice, <laughs> like like curly hair. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. A mechanical oil. Just, <laughs> oh, God, that's no. gross. But it, it, honestly, as you can imagine now, knowing me, like it's been decades long of like obsession with pop culture. So I had a, I had um, went out and got jobs and spent all my – and then it got to the point where I had to buy cassette drawers. Some people listening will know what they mm. were like. Bought, they came in like you could either get three drawers or four drawers, started with the three, had to graduate to the four. But every now and then you'd open the drawer and there'd be a missing tape. <gasps> yes. Mm. Right. Oh, and you'd you'd have to think, hang on, what came between Banana Rama's <laughs> Wow and Bros? <laughs> like what was there? Oh, that's right, it was Summer Hits eighty nine. That's what it was. Who's got it? Where's my summer hits? <laughs> <laughs> and you'd march down the hall. Out. <laughs> yes, actually double cassettes were a problem, Lee. They wouldn't fit yeah, in the goddamn fit. drawer. Yeah. <laughs> I hated that. So, yeah, marching down the hall, who's got summer hits, 89? And then all of a sudden your sister's door would suddenly slam shut. You go, aha, <laughs> that's where it's gone. Did you, ever yes. do the, did you ever do the cassette of the month club or the CD of the month club that they would, oh. if you, unless, you, unless you said, I don't want this, you would automatically get the CD of the month delivered oh. to your house? Um, you just and the triggered selling the point, most amazing memory. Yes, keep going. You in, in the selling point was you would get like five CDs or albums of your choice free um, with your mm-hmm. subscription, but then you'd have to like buy something every month unless you said That's no, I don't right. want it. Oh my goodness, Lee sparked this memory because it was such a scam. It was the original yeah. scam because you'd end up with 15 Lisa Stanfields and you'd go, yeah. I'm sick of this. If you send me another one of these, I'm going to crack. But you couldn't get out of a contract because it was very hard. <laughs> yeah, you have signed this, so you will have Cliff Richard until the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> there was all these CDs been sent to your door that you never wanted. <laughs> oh poor daniel his first podcast he must be wondering what the hell's he got himself into i actually had to google who lisa stanfield was, like, <laughs> oh, well that's it he is an outcast <laughs> i was gonna say am i just like digging a deeper hole ostracizing <laughs> not at all not at all so yeah kylie was my first album and banana rama i think came second and there was yeah i was just obsessed and it was it's been a lovely lovely journey ever since i absolutely love and i'm not one of these who's stuck in the past i actually really prefer streaming i just i love it the subscriptions yeah. are so much easier and the fact that they've built the the great uh, artwork onto the screen 
is really good. There's a few things that annoy yeah, me like when that. they play the video clip and you don't want it to play the video clip. It's like, shut up, no. just give me the cover. True, because you. sometimes the video clip um, can have like bits at the beginning and the end and then you have to listen to those if you're just listening. Yeah. It's like the sound of a car going by because like the, it starts in a street or whatever. And Spotify ads, which I don't have because I've got the premium service like Daniel, but Spotify ads, they are genius, I have to say. Very annoying, but genius. Like It's like yes, you, you'll be, you'll be brushing your teeth and it'll go, you, yeah, you. <laughs> have you signed up for this yet? And, some, and, it's like, oh my like, God. No. and they play the same ad so many times that you would absolutely crash out the balcony door <laughs> if you hear so it one more true. time. Yeah, and they've always got these strong accents, these people that do the voiceover. Yes. Hello. <laughs> do you yeah. want to, do you yeah. want this subscription? That's right. They're, they're <laughs> very irritating. I think that's the ploy because you never want to hear that person say that ad again. Well, and they also, sometimes they, they um, lure you in with the promise of 30 minutes of ad-free music. If you just listen to one big ad, you can oh, get it all out of the that. way. Yes. It's like if you listen oh, yeah. for one minute about Westpac or whatever, mm. then you can get half an hour of, of just no ads. Mm. But like then you have to sit for this massive sponsor. And also, you can't listen to albums in the order in which the album is played. Oh, is, is that made. still a thing? That was a, that was weird. I yeah. don't know if it's still we a thing. Actually, listen to Twenty Four Karat Magic in order. No, very annoying. Daniel, is it? Are all these traumas your traumas <laughs> or not? Well, not with Spotify, but I get that with YouTube, and like because it's the same adverts that I can't skip. Um, mm. Like right now, I keep seeing an advert for some kind of chocolate and the woman's voice makes me want to go deaf and <laughs> I, I hope it's not nigella getting, no i think that's what she's going for but it's just not working uh. and the i keep getting the pop-up saying do you want to get youtube premium where you don't need to listen to these ads and i thought i'm i don't know if i'm being quite spiteful but i'm like i'm not giving you my money all right let's do some honorable mentions before we go favorite early albums you had not your first i've heard your first nelly Furtado for daniel it was um pharrell for you yeah and for lee it was uh, nat king cole and for me it was kylie (laughs) (laughs) so honorable mentions oh i have loads i think my first single that i bought was manic monday by the bangles on, oh, yes. on on seven inch vinyl from from the local Asda, which I think you guys would say Walmart, um, five star, Wham, um, all these people that 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 Megs and Danny will have will be googling now to find out who they are, uh, Culture Club, um, oh yes, yes, yeah, and those. Um, that now that's what I call music. I probably have that's that's what I call music one. Oh god, so, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Which wow. really dates me. Yeah. What were they compilation Carbon. albums? Yeah, they would come out every yeah. couple of months with all the like top hits of the oh. last um, sort of like couple of months, and I think they're up to like hundred now. Into um, they're still going. Yeah, they're still going. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. They sometimes do like themed ones, like ones for Christmas or for the summer or yeah, as well funerals, bar mitzvahs, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. I like that. What about you, Daniel? What are your honourable mentions? What's it, What's in your collection still? Oh, um, I mean, I still have the CDs, so I'm thinking off the top of my head. Um, Girl by Danny Minogue, um, any Madonna album, I think I've got all of them. Yeah. Obviously, Ray of Lights, our best album, even though I do love MDNA. I hope you've at least only got one copy of MDNA, right? <laughs> 
just one and it's a standard edition but it does have the better album cover good boy you can see um, daniel is is the <laughs> what is your style i know it's completely off topic but the mdna cover is is have you got uh-huh. the one with the like sort of like blurred like she's looking through a glass window that's the one i know I think that's the deluxe edition or is whatever it? it's called. I've got the one where it's her body, so it's like she's wearing like a red dress and she's got her hands out by her side. Oh. Um, and that, like, this is my OCD moment, but like on Spotify, I made sure to like the one with that cover and not the other one. So, because <laughs> uh, um, people anyway, were unkind albums... about that first cover, they were saying it's like one of those like security glasses that old people have in their front doors. And she's, uh, and I she remember was, that. Yeah, and she's like looking through, going, <laughs> "Who is it? Who's there?" <laughs> Oh, no, that's horrible. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, there's no accounting for taste, but I honestly love that cover. So um, do I. But, and I've still got the calendar she did after that because I thought that photo shoot was just amazing. How many CDs do you think you own? I've got quite a few because I used to play them in my car as well, but now my car doesn't play CDs, so I don't know what to do with Why them. doesn't your car play CDs? <laughs> oh. Because everybody, unlike Lee, uses Bluetooth. <laughs> I love the fact that Lee doesn't only have a CD player. He's got a six-tray CD player. Is that what he said? I'm sure I he do, did. In, the, in the boot, and I lift my boot, oh. and I, I, I load them in. And do you have, like, a mobile phone that's the size of a brick as well? Yeah, yeah. I have, like, a full system. Um, with leads and stuff that I plug in, um, you just—I'm not adverse to technology. I just like what I like, and and then when something new comes out, then I get upset because I don't want to learn anything new. So I just stick to it. Yeah. Look, Lee, if it works, it works, right? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Sort of, like I said, 24K. But I would like to say that listening to a new album can still be an amazing experience today. And and I cite the oh example. Oh, my God. Are you writing an academic paper here? <laughs> you look like you're about to bore us to tears. Go on. I cite the example of... <laughs> I hope you're referencing. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to put this in the bibliography again. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Do- the jo- Doja Cat's new album, uh, Planet Her. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, I-, I really enjoyed listening to that start mm. to finish on mm. YouTube, and it was just great. And I had the cover there, which was like a dynamic cover. It was like moving around and stuff, mm. which is something that we can get today that we couldn't. In that, that That's couldn't. not true. I'm sorry. Oh, like you could have, yeah. Don't like you it, dare. It comes off the page. Oh, yes. We we invented the dynamic no, cover. No, no, you didn't. You don't understand what I'm yes, saying. Yes, I do. Like I do. In the video, it's like all... Pink Floyd, for a start, had a prism, one of the most famous album covers of all. That was fairly dynamic. Impossible Princess by Kylie. You can twist that around and see you're looking at you from left and right. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> yes. Well, but like it, you, there's some things that you can do with the video dynamic anyway. But yes, I, I really enjoyed listening to that album on YouTube and it did feel very special. Well, look, this has been really fun. I really have appreciated the, the walk down memory lane, the, the battle of the generations. Definitely Lee came out on top with his six tray CD player, which he's still going with and i wonder how long that will last i want to hear the day it doesn't go anymore you'll hear it because i'll scream oh yeah but all the way from over in australia we'll hear this yeah. no <laughs> what can i do <laughs> damn you tim <laughs> actually that might have been lee out the window earlier yeah. <laughs> who knows yeah it was mad. <laughs> 
Daniel, has this first podcast been all right? Are you coming back or are you just going to run for the hills, the green Scottish hills? Oh, well, if I've not been ostracised by yourselves, then I'd love to come back. (laughs) (laughs) Never. Never. We're quite peculiar people, so you've found your herd. And I really like that you like Madonna so much. So that's... that's Uh, I like that. I could... I'm glad that there's other young people that love Madonna too. Yeah, there's a lot of them actually. Well, not that I've met, you know. Yeah, not in your school, that's for sure. Yeah, that's the (laughs) annoying thing and I totally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so exciting to find another person my age that, or like close my age that likes Madonna. There's two lads on the uh, YouTube. On the YouTube. Did I just say that? Thanks, Lee. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Lee. Did he say the Bluetooth and now I've caught? (laughs) The way to age yourself is just put the in front of everything. I can't the Spotify, believe I just the YouTube, the YouTube. Yeah. the streaming. Oh, I actually think that was actually on air. That was the first time I've ever shown a singing moment. I really do. I mean, you don't normally say many. that. It really is because of this podcast. And because of Lee. Um, so on the YouTube, Lee. there's... Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's because of oh, Lee. That quite glamorous, actually, the Lee. <laughs> um, on YouTube, there are two lads who are constantly reviewing Madonna's old work. They're get, getting money oh, from yes. it, which annoys me, through Patreon. The ones I saw. Um, and if they're listening to this, hello. Um, but they're really good, and it's really nice to watch them watching because they're genuinely watching this stuff for the very first time. They the have re- reaction, right? Yeah, some reaction videos. Did, did, did we watch the, them react to the... Um, it's the ones you thought were homosexuals, but they're not. Well, I still am not sold that they're not. They're not, Cameron. Just because they go camping together doesn't make them homosexual. Go camping together and then there's no footage between 9pm. It's true. There's no footage because they're sleeping. They have to sleep sometime. It's a very Brokeback Mountain to me. Yeah, that's what Cameron thought. He goes, Dad, they're not straight. (laughs) They are. Trust me. Yeah, well... Yeah, I'd like other people's opinions. Anyway, they're pretty awesome, um, um, but they watch these uh, Madonna videos for the first time, and it is actually so strangely thrilling to watch young people who actually get it. They're going, wow, this would have been huge at the time, and how controversial, and what a powerful message. They often see it. Like, it's really cool. I loved their reaction. They were so genuine and Mm, fancy, mm. and they were so excited by it, Mm, this mm. performance that we watched by Madonna. No, it's pretty cool. Is it like when when First Man discovered fire? Is it that reaction of, (gasps) (laughs) wow. Or when, you know, I discovered (laughs) that you could have a cassette instead of a a tube (laughs) in your radiogram. Yes, exactly. But instead of yelling fire, they go radica like that. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. All right, Lee and Daniel and Megs, it's been a pleasure. And we would love for people to leave their comments if they're listening to us on YouTube because um, we get a much bigger listenership through. I-, I don't know how people leave comments under the um, the pod the podcast um i don't know how they do it so if you can if you work out a way do it i found all these comments megs the other day left like hundreds of comments for our podcast in this other app which is oh. i don't know i i don't know even how i found it a treasure trove yeah like for months and months and i hadn't replied to any of them and i still don't know how to reply to them actually but anyway mm. if you if you do have the ability to comment on this leave us your thoughts around your first record we'd love to know because it's a very it's a profound moment in one's life. Yes. What does it mean to you? Thanks, Lee. Thanks, Daniel. You're welcome. Thank you.